0: Welcome folks to episode 28 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters in the United Kingdom. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as True Mr. Six, and with me
1: today I have Andy. A.k.a. Caesar the Geezer. The real crowd pleaser.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He is a real crowd pleaser. Uh, Well, up until a certain point then, things went undoubtedly pear-shaped for him. I've heard that he
1: drinks Bacardi Breezer. (laughs) <laughs>
0: i don't even know where to go with that good evening andy or good evening as we're recording this how are you today
1: oh, i am very well very well how are you
0: yeah I'm, I'm all right i mean as you well know i alluded to in the last episode i've got some really rubbish work stuff going on at the minute but outside of that i'm pretty good i've just come back from 10 days of holiday oh, how was that yeah it was lovely actually my man lovely we went down to devon place called babacombe in Devon, which is basically full of families and pensioners. It's perfect for the kids. And we had baking hot, almost tropical weather. It was like having a Mediterranean holiday. And then we we continued our little UK road trip to go to South Wales for a little while to visit the hashtag competitive wife's sister and her husband for a couple of days so the kiddies could see their auntie and uncle. And then I came back up and had my birthday. Oh ah,
1: happy birthday.
0: Thank you very much, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. A bit of a non-event, really. I mean, I don't know if it's the same for you, but when you have kids, suddenly uh, your birthday doesn't quite—it's not quite the same as it used to be anymore. No, it's not as important anymore. No, it seems to. In fact, a lot of my relatives who used to buy gifts for me for my birthday don't buy me anything at all anymore. I don't even get a card off them, um, oh. and they buy—they buy gifts for the kids instead now.
1: Yeah, we have that. Yeah, it's
0: a shame. Well, it's just it's just the way of things. But I had mm. I had an extra day off on the. Tail end of my holiday, nonetheless, because I thought, well, I'll have my first day back in work being my birthday.
1: Oh, no, definitely
0: not. Yeah, forget that. So, um, Um, did
1: you get any gaming in whilst
0: you are on holiday? I most certainly did, my man. I most certainly did, yes. Well, in the two weeks since we last recorded, I I had my regular Tuesday night down at Element Games in in the week between the episode and going on my holiday. So there was that. But also, while I was in Devon, I went and visited a store down there that had a, a bit of a Dice Masters scene which was uh, Tailored Games in Kingsbridge.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah, it was nice. Um, I've got a a blog post drafted that will probably actually go out before this episode posts on Monday. I'll probably finish it over the weekend. Um, But uh, through some general sort of social media interaction with a couple of the guys who play down there, uh, I became aware of them through through Twitter mostly, actually, because they've been posting, you know, pictures of the guys playing dice down there and one of the regulars there mark is a listener of the podcast so just through a bit of twitter conversation i was like oh well i happen to be you know in devon and they said oh come on down you know we'd love to have a few games with this so i headed on over for a night much to the competitive, oh, nice. hashtag competitive wife's pleasure uh i went and played a bit of dice masters with some uh, some new some new faces
1: cool that's very cool
0: yeah really encouraging actually man so this is a store that's been open for Uh, I was talking to the owners while I was there. They've been open only for about six months now, maybe a touch longer. So they've been building their player base and increasing their their customer base down there. And Dice Masters has just gone from strength to strength. And when I first set foot in the store, uh, I arrived maybe about six-ish in the evening, and they were already maybe eight or ten players <laughs> all mid-game sat I'm in asking. a big long row through the middle of the store and then more turned up so uh, i think through the night i saw maybe upwards of 14 15 different dice masters players there oh. uh, which is great and the owners were very enthusiastic about the game that they're big D fans particularly that's what attracted them to it um and i played uh, maybe maybe five five different players down there just it wasn't an event or anything we were just sort of casually swapping around playing games and what have you um, and yeah I had a really good evening they, they gave me a tremendously
1: warm welcome nice um, a little birdie told me that you signed some autographs yes and when I say little birdie I mean you yeah yeah I couldn't
0: believe it I was asked to sign at the playmat I couldn't believe it I was like what really yeah um,
1: are you sure are you sure you weren't just like bowling someone out of the way with a sharpie go oh fine yeah
0: well, I did a, I did a few foreheads and breasts as well while I was there, of course. Yeah, oh, uh, cool. you know, rock and roll and all that. But um, yeah, no, it was a uh, Mark who's a, a listener. Um, Hi, Mark. Mark. Yeah, asked me to, to sign some stuff. I gave him one of our Ministry of Ice Dice as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, well, you get, you know, you've know, got to spread the love and all that. So that, that was a really good time. And then while I was on holiday, uh, we, me and the hashtag Competitive Wife did a little bit of non-Dice Masters gaming, some some of the, our classic wine and games nights. So I played a little bit of Temporary Worker Assassin. I don't know if I've mentioned that one before. That's a debt builder.
1: Cool, uh, yeah, I'm sure you've mentioned it before. Sounds yeah,
0: cool. I really love the artwork in that one, actually. And uh, what else did we do? Temporary Worker Assassin and uh, some Fantasy Realms very cool you're one of your faves and then while we were at my sister-in-law's house we cracked open a paperback which is a again i don't know if i've mentioned this one before but paperbacks like like scrabble but in a debt builder rather than tile based and and some azul taught the brother-in-law and sister-in-law how to play azul
1: that's doing well isn't it people like that a lot yeah well it's a great game man it's a great game
0: um so i did quite a bit of non-dice masters gaming over over the break as well uh, and the kids have been playing some cobra paws and some hey that's my fish we had a game of top trumps while on the beach <laughs> you know really 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 strategic tactical challenging gaming stuff <laughs> so yeah there you go there's there's my gaming activity over the last two weeks
1: cool very cool we, d- we did you first i'm a little bit out of sorts
0: Oh yeah, we did do me first, yeah. Because uh, well, you're about to go on holiday yourself, aren't you?
1: I am. So if there is anyone in the Weymouth area that does want anything signed by me, then let us know. I'm by sure. the time this comes out, I'll be I'll be there.
0: I'm certain we'll be overwhelmed with requests. People will be driving there to get it, mate. Uh, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. <laughs> Uh, actually, talking about the fact that you're going on holiday, uh, I don't, a little known fact for the listeners. Uh, Here we go. Andy, I, I don't, we may have mentioned this before. Andy actually used to be a fighter pilot, but uh, a, a tragic turn of events, while in a wartime scenario, in a, in a, in a conflict zone, uh, meant that he was quite traumatised by the event, and um, this is why he only takes temporary seasonal work and he's got a bit of a drinking problem he's been a taxi driver for example uh, however those those flight skills proved incredibly useful when uh, andy was on a flight going on holiday overseas and the pilot and a number of passengers fell ill as a result of food poisoning and the inflatable autopilot didn't work and andy had to step in and land the plane yeah true story don't call me shirley it is also the explanation why he takes all these holidays all his vacations in the United Kingdom No one doesn't get on a plane anymore.
1: It's true. Do you know what the, the harrowing thing was? What? Was I was flying and then my co-pilot, mm-hmm. we uh, ejected, but he hit his head on the canopy. Oh, man. And then he didn't put his parachute and um, oh. it was a nightmare.
0: That does, that sounds really, is, was that the trauma? Yeah.
1: It was the mental trauma. It was actually Rob Shaw, the Gooseman. <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's true, true never story. been the same again
0: all true we speak nothing but the truth on the ministry of Dice podcast so are you planning on taking any games on your holiday with you
1: uh yeah well, <laughs> nice to bring it back on topic um <laughs> yes uh, king of Tokyo is a big big favorite with the family so that'll be going beastie bar as well sure the in-depth tactical game of star wars dominoes oh will very be coming good with us
0: yeah that's um yeah that's challenging that one
1: it is paw patrol happy families great yeah sure that one will get played to death. Another uh, classic. Another classic. I've heard it's on the uh, the top 100 of the board game peak. Yeah, well, uh,
0: you know, in the in, in the world of gaming, you you've got your you know you've got your pandemics of the world, your sides of the world, 40k dice masters, obviously Magic the Gathering, and then there's Paw Patrol,
1: Happy Family. True story. True story. Yeah. <laughs> cool um uh, so yeah that'll be my holiday do let me know if you are in the, uh, on a serious note so if you do play dice masters in the weymouth area and have uh, the club going, then uh, shoot us a, a facebook message if you hear this recording when it comes out because i'll be there i'll tuck a mod pod or two into my bag really oh not yeah.
0: not to give away you mean in terms of
1: with a oh, no, team one, one of my own mod pods with a team in it so i can play it
0: Yes. Although, talking of giving away Mod Pods. Ooh. that's That was also another coincidental but convenient segue. Um, we have. Should we tell the listeners a little bit about what we've got lined up for this episode? Let's do it. Yeah. So, the first segment you're going to be listening to is the competition announcements. So, we had two competitions that we launched in our birthday special last month, and uh, the deadline was Tuesday the 14th of august just gone so we've got both the winners picked out and ready to announce on the episode uh we've also got the return of the community focus segment we've not done one for a little while so uh, all our international listeners will have to, to sort of switch off and let let's get through that while we announce some uk events and some uk play groups going on we need to do the Who Are You, which we'll do in a moment. We've then got a segment, a random segment. I'm not. Let's see. We need feedback on this one, folks. Yeah, definitely. Co- need to called, the, called the Countdown Combo. That's a, a new segment that we're trying out for the very first time. And then the return of the good old favourite pick of the week to ride us out to the close of this extraordinary auditory experience that you're going through right now.
1: Oh, we've got the bar with Jimmy and Justin as well. Oh, no, we haven't. Have oh,
0: we... no, that's right. No. No. Nah. Hashtag get doing Justin on the M-O-D. Boom. Yeah. So, before we move into the first segment, it's a who are you fail from our last episode.
1: Do the sound thingy.
0: Yeah, I'll do it now. Yes, oh. we, we did a shout out to listeners in... I've forgotten where it was now.
1: Sterling. Ah, in right. Virginia. Virginia, that's it.
0: Yeah, that's right. And uh, sadly nobody came out yeah nobody came out the woodwork to say I'm your listener in Stirling so nobody to shout out and give a hello to this week however we've checked the stats and the location for Alexandria in the United States so if you're if you're out there and you're listening to us from Alexandria give us a shout uh, we'll put the other noise in now shall we yeah who uh,
1: yeah. uh, are yeah. Ooh,
0: uh, yeah. and we will give you a shout out and a hello on our next episode i got get in feeling, touch i've got a feeling alexandria's in virginia too you know <laughs> is it yeah i've got a funny feeling i could google it but i'm not going to someone if you're in alexandria get in touch and no, tell me known.
1: yeah hey siri is alexandria in virginia No, just thinking. I don't like Siri. Never works.
0: No, sure. Sorry about that. It just rings a bell. I think I've seen a TV program with an army base there or something. And you think
1: there's an Alexandria, isn't it? Like in Greece or somewhere?
0: Well, there is that too. But this specifically, the one where our listener is, is in Alexandria, the United
1: States. Which I, think, oh, which I think might be in Virginia too. So give us a shout. Get in touch. We'll give you a shout out on the next episode.
0: Very good. Uh, cool. Okay, let's, uh, let's wrap up the intro there and move into the community focus. This is London calling. Here is the news. <laughs> yes that's right there's well it says this is london calling but this is manchester and southampton calling here to give you a community focus we've not done one of these for a little while actually have we man that's
1: been ages yeah that's it's been ages like way before
0: nationals yeah it's absolutely about time so we've got a couple of play regular play groups over here in the uk that we want to just share with the wider world but also to uh, promote them to listeners who may not be aware that there's local or nearby playgroups taking place uh, there's quite a big event in the uk coming up around the corner which is a charitable event that we think people need to know about and then there's an online event about to kick off that we've been asked to share some information for so there's quite quite a bit of stuff going down quite a bit of stuff going down so should we start with the online event and get the, the stuff that's of more interest to the international listeners
1: yeah, yeah, go on
0: then. Yeah, cool. So Joe Vega got in touch. Hi, Joe. Joe, as some of you may know, he's um, often featured on the Chris and Rob's Games Room YouTube channel, and he is about to kick off a online uh, hangouts tournament, which will be a Golden Age two-team takedown. If you head on over to the... Dice Masters Unlimited Facebook page He's posted up a a sign-up sheet there the deadline for that is midnight on August the 30th if anyone's unfamiliar with two team takedowns I'd recommend that you head on over to Chris and Rob's Games Room YouTube channel there's an episode on there if you go into their archive uh, that gives a, a, a an explanation as to what it's all about or you can go back to one of our earlier episodes which one was Chris on with us um can't remember can't remember well listen to them all one of them yeah, listen, yeah. To, listen to the other 27 once you finish this one and in one of those roughly around 20 ish I think but listen to them all just in case you'll find that there's an episode with Chris from Chris and Rob's games room and um, giving it giving some details as to how to get involved with a two-team takedown tournament and hey, that's good we managed to turn that around to promote our own product there
1: nice
0: yeah, yeah I'm uh, I'm gifted that way <laughs> you're
1: that's
0: often that's... known as gifted ah, special am yeah. yeah that's right <laughs> so please do get in touch with joe vega or the guys over at chris and rob's games room they've also got a discord channel which is a great place to go and get some information if i can figure out how to do it i'll share a discord link in the episode description for you guys so you can go and join their discord group for further information that's also kind of one of the core locations where all people get together to organize the events and get updates and information so it's possibly a good idea if that's of interest to you we're big advocates of online gaming here at the ministry of dice aren't we andy
1: yeah yep absolutely played uh well play most weeks are not we me and you absolutely and, uh, there's lots of people that are always up for a game tap up mickey power he's always keen ben said scott can't get him off online gaming can
0: you yeah if you go to the dice coalition game rooms ben's usually floating around in one of them and um, the the lads over in canada our colonial brothers they're, they're usually about for an online game there's of course james and zach so yeah we're big advocates of of online gaming so don't let creative formats like the two team takedown put you off or you know technology and things there's loads of people out there ready to help and give advice and get you set up but it really is all just about get a webcam google hangouts is free lay your mat out and
1: get started yeah it's cool
0: cool excellent okay, well, there's the online tournament done but we we've recently had announced here in the uk commendable event taking place down your neck of the woods isn't that right sir
1: yeah it's in my yard oh what that- uh, in your literally in your yard that's that's what the youth call it, isn't it in my hometown in my hood in my hood yeah in my house. <laughs> this is my house you will not win here um, it is the gaming versus cancer 2018 gaming weekend there's loads of different games hero clicks i think this is where it started out it used to be um clicks for cancer and then they've expanded it out they have announced that uh they are very much hoping it will be a wko but even if it's not there will still be a dice masters championship tournament going on uh on that weekend uh, it's on the uh, November the 10th and 11th the actual events on Saturday November the 10th yeah it's at the Garden Court at the University in Southampton which is literally five minutes walk from my house oh huh, really well no it's about a 15 minute walk but five sounds better um and yeah so they, they fully intend it to be an official WKO <laughs> we'll, we'll wait and see how that pans out
0: yeah I don't know if they've been talking to someone or something but um that, that's the intention nonetheless
1: Fingers crossed it will be. But even if it's not, it's good to know that they've already kind of put that out there that they will do one anyway. Uh, looking at the Facebook post, it does look like there are plenty of people certainly keen to make their way down to the jewel of the South Coast yep. uh, to, um, to to take it on. Uh, hopefully yourself maybe will be, uh, uh, we'll yeah. be enjoying this one.
0: Yeah, let me see if I can sort out a bit of time off work for travelling. That will be the main concern, but I do have an intention of heading down to, to the south coast. And all for a great cause, of course, as well.
1: Yeah, to, to celebrate my win and my true of <laughs> getting back to form.
0: Okay, sure. Yeah, uh, that too. But I was actually talking about the fact that it was a charitable event.
1: It's not as important as me dominating the competition as all true former national champions should do well of
0: course well of course absolutely okay so there's gaming uh versus cancer so uh, <laughs> i'm sure that's that's of interest to our international listeners
1: so i keep diverting it of course and then you have to keep bringing it back in again yeah it's weird
0: because usually the other way around it's usually you reining me in
1: i'm drinking tonight
0: though oh are you yeah
1: what, what are you drinking Strawberry lime cider, (laughs) (laughs) a bitter lemon drink.
0: (laughs) Strawberry lime cider. Yeah, slash. Well, Well, all right then. Okay, uh, just to finish off then, (laughs) just to call out a couple of stores that uh, have regular play groups going on, where you're always pretty much guaranteed to get a game on certain nights of the week. So I'm going to start with uh, the guys over at KD Games in Shoreham by Sea. Uh, They've got a good core of players, around eight or nine players down there, and I'm. I've got a feeling a couple of the london crew head on over that way but someone correct me if i've got that wrong.
1: Hey, they yeah. play oh they hosted the wko all autumn one or was it no the, the spring ones a couple of years ago. Did they indeed? I came second.
0: Ah, okay. I was not aware of that.
1: Very uh, good event. Oh, excellent.
0: Okay, well they get together every thursday night. They put different themes on, um, uh, you know, looking for different team builds and stuff. I'd recommend if you if you think, oh, sure, I'm by the Sea, yeah, I can get over there for a game on Thursday night. Get get in touch with with them over there, and they've got a Facebook page, or I don't know, just post randomly on Facebook the UK Dice Masters page. I'm sure someone will come out of the woodwork and answer you to find out what their theme is that particular week. Then I'm Antige, the figurehead of the Scottish Dice Masters gaming contingent. I'm sure would be very pleased to know that uh, we're here to remind you that Settlers in Hamilton meet regularly every Wednesday night and they too like to rotate between drafts three theme nights modern golden etc etc again good core of players never less than four but usually around 10 depending on summer holidays and what have you so do get in touch with those guys if you're interested in playing there Uh, i'll revisit tailored games who i visited in devon they've that's a growing Seeing down there, they usually play twice a week. Um, I always went and met up. I went and met up with them on a Wednesday, but I th- I'm pretty sure one of them told me it was Tuesday and Thursday that they usually play because they, you know, they they moved it to accommodate me, of course. Did they really? Yeah, you bet, baby. You bet. Such a celebrity. Yeah, they really wanted that Matt signing. Um, but they're also very keen. There's always a spare mat and a spare team ready to go. So uh, if you want to get in touch with Tailored Games, I find I mostly communicate with those guys over Twitter. So if you can find them, and that's Tailored Games spelled with a Y. So it's T A Y L O R E D Games. Yeah, they've got uh-huh. a really cool kind of dragon symbol that caught my eye. Um, so give them a shout. And then there's always, if you're ready, if you're in the northwest, come on down to Element Games on a Tuesday night. You can come and play with me and my crew.
1: I should do that one day.
0: Yeah, sure, we could teach you a little bit how to play the game, yeah?
1: Maybe I won't come out then. I don't know if you're going to be like that. Take a four hour trip up and a four hour trip back.
0: Yeah, so come on down to Element Games on Tuesday (laughs) night there's usually players there from around six but we we, we tend to kick things off more formally around 7:30. and again like the other stores that i mentioned we like to do theme nights we like to do um gold a mix of golden modern drafting themes etc etc so please do get in touch if you think you might want to come down and we'll let you know what we're doing that particular week
1: oh yeah that'd be cool
0: so there we are ladies and gents that's the end of our community focus this week welcome back folks and now it's time i know you've all been waiting now it's time to announce the ministry of ice mod pod competition winners Ooh, yeah the sense of anticipation is in the air i can feel it from all across the world particularly from our listeners in in alexandria the united states get in touch get in touch yeah so in our birthday episode episode 26 we ran two competitions if you did not listen to that episode or failed to see one of my many facebook posts on the subject uh, those two competitions were as follows the first we asked our listeners to take their copies of Common Kate Bishop out and about with them and take a photo of that Common Kate Bishop in a quirky or a funny location. and then we would take a look at the pictures and make a, make a selection as to the one we thought was the funniest or um, the most interesting or we didn't we weren't really very clear on the parameters of that We just said, well whichever one we kind of like and we'll figure out a reason why we like it. <laughs>
1: yeah looking at the entrance we probably should have been a little bit clearer
0: yes perhaps we should have been there were one or two and you know we are there were one or two that
1: made us sick in our mouths
0: yeah it was a a little bit disturbing you know we are um and then the second competition the second competition on that episode me and Andy recorded a game we shared the audio of that game with your listeners i thought it was quite innovative of us to do that actually
1: i think it's the future we should
0: do more yeah absolutely and the question to be answered was to listen to that segment and send us an instant message private message stating what dice did i buy in my first turn easy yeah well you say it's easy we've got some surprisingly weird answers to that one <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't thanos yeah, absolutely wasn't, Thanos. And clearly some answers from some people who do not listen to this podcast, because a few people had the, the brassy balls to message in and say, I bought Shriek in my first turn.
1: Brassy balls?
0: Yeah, they're like golden nice. balls, but less value.
1: <laughs> Northern balls. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, I, I've stated it before, and I will state it again. I will never buy a Shriek Sonic Beam on the first turn. Do you know Why? you do know why, why? But, but i've just caught you mid, <laughs> mid, mid drink, What what yeah. is it mango and peach cider is not it <laughs> uh,
1: strawberry and lime slash
0: i've just caught you mid strawberry and lime <laughs> Professional to the end. but you do know why it's because i would never have that ridiculous card the worst card in the game on my team ever yeah so those of you who get street sonic beam wow i mean honestly uh the fact that we recorded it and you could listen to i you know i could listen to the game right. uh, however both we have winners for both of those to announce
1: which one should we do first andy Let's <laughs> let's do the Kate bishop one so there's some cool entries. I think we need to put some up on a thread because some people messaged them to us. Uh, yeah,
0: we got a few instant messages to us, actually. Yeah, For example, TJ, who I mentioned in the Community Focus, as the figurehead of Scottish Dice Masters, sent us a... That's going to stick, isn't it? Yeah, that is going to stick, yeah. He sent us <laughs> his comment, Kate Bishop uh, photoshopped with a Scotland football shirt, which I thought was quite impressive. Took the picture out the front of the grounds some important football ground in Scotland. Wembley, wasn't it? Uh, Yeah, I think that's what it's called, or Old Trafford, something like that, yeah. We had a few entries from people on their holidays, so there was, I received a picture from Team Forward of their Kate Bishop in a tree out in the African jungle, which I thought
1: they have nice, nice holidays, holidays don't
0: they they do have nice holidays yeah absolutely i hope they're enjoying themselves uh, i'll see you when you get back folks uh what else did we get in aquariums in supermarkets in bedrooms you know who you are in the toilet in the toilet yeah uh in people's dinners <laughs> that was one. I was like, "What's going on here?" Yeah. Uh, however, we've, we've taken a look through and we have decided that the winner is Mark Sloan for his image of Kate Bishop tucked neatly between some toilet paper. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe this without. For purposes, for purposes, uh, I can't remember what his caption was. Um, you did put a caption on it, if you found it.
1: I'm going
0: okay. Uh, once again, listeners, we will all sit quietly while Andy uses his computer.
1: I've not got any comments.
0: We were prepared as always.
1: There we go. The high no more podcast. finger through cheap toilet paper problem. Hashtag common k bishop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Mark, congratulations! Well done. You're the winner of the photo competition. Uh, woo get in touch drop one of us an instant message uh well actually it's send it to ministry of Dysore. i think you might even be on my friends list mark as you know one of one of my fans drop me a note uh with your address and i'll get that Uh,
1: sorry what was that not a friend but a fan
0: just like pull forward yes that's right yeah absolutely and I will get that posted out to you.
1: Congratulations, Excellent. Mark.
0: Okay. Onto, onto the guest there. Uh, the guess. I say the guess. It was the recorded. Guess. It wasn't really a guess. We're giving this away. Uh, yeah. The winner. <laughs> Would you believe we only had two correct
1: answers to this? It's mental. Yeah. People
0: not want The quality of a mod pod. I know. It's... It, it blows my mind really yeah uh, we only had two correct dancers and both those went into my Kangol hat seasonally it was my Kangol bucket hat this time not my flat cap because uh, the flat cap would have been a bit warm this time of year so my uh, my summer bucket hat it's white with blue trimmings lovely I'll, I'll put it, yeah I'll put a picture up if anyone wants to know uh, you're probably getting the gist of this by now listeners regular listeners will know I'm a big fan of the Kangol hat
1: like uh, Samuel L. Jackson yeah
0: yes yes well uh, if you remember correctly Andy. Samuel L. Jackson got the idea from me. I I do? Oh, I'd forgotten that, yeah. 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 Hey, check me out, remembering something from a previous episode there. Uh, But I put both names in the hat, I drew them out, and the winner was Charlotte Robinson. Is it Robinson or Robertson? (laughs) Why could you not have checked her name? I don't know. She's Charlotte. Isn't it? Yeah. I've met Charlotte a number of times at events.
1: So much so that he can't remember her surname.
0: Yeah, because I don't go, well, uh, hello there, Miss Robinson or Robertson. I go, oh, hi Charlotte, how are you? You're
1: know, not very formal, are you?
0: Uh, No, well, it's it's the way things up north. It's the way
1: things up north. Dinners down here are a bit more formal. Yeah.
0: I'm looking it up now. Now you're all sitting quietly listening to me use a phone to find the message. Do, 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 do. Um, how do i check messages that go into the facebook page not my It own. is robertson it's robertson there you go yeah congratulations so, yeah congratulations charlotte so again get in touch drop, drop me a note or go to the ministry of dice facebook page and send me your address over and i'll get that in the post to you we'll give a special mention to zach Zach pope who was the other correct guess. Oh, and I, I should actually state what it is, shouldn't I? I've not said what it is. Have I?
1: Uh, yeah, you yeah, have. Don't worry about it. Have I? <laughs>
0: yeah. Did I? No. Mate, we're on fire. We're on fire this episode, aren't we? It's going to be one to miss. One to, yeah, <laughs> one to miss indeed. Have I? Well, I'll find out when i re-listen to it and do the edit, I suppose, and if I haven't, I'll... I'll put it in in somewhere. All right, so there we go. Congratulations, you guys. So Charlotte and Mark get in touch. We'll get them posted out to you. And until the next competition, keep it Ministry of Dice. Yes, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. And so for this segment now, what we'd like to do – well, actually, Andy, do you want to explain it? Because I'm not sure I fully understand what we're doing.
1: (laughs) It's the Ministry of Dice presents the combo countdown – combo countdown combo
0: countdown okay yeah so i think i get that bit I, i've done my preparation as per your request for this segment sir however i don't know if i've got my head around it right so, so let's see
1: <laughs> oh the, the idea is that we start off with a card which i choose yep and then if the the segment's any good we could get the listeners to choose and then from there we have to see how many combos that we can fire off from that card and then whoever gets the most cards wins
0: right okay Okay. But, uh, so we're not pitching in on each other's combos. We're competing here. We're competing, yeah. Right. I think that's the bit I didn't quite understand. But that's okay. I mean, that's fine. Well, I think it's fine. I've got a, I have got. think I've put a, a pretty convoluted, crazy combo together that nobody in their right mind would use in any normal circumstance. But for the purposes of this contest, I think might be all right. You've probably got like a 50 link chain or something
1: well the, the the rules are so it can be a maximum of 10 as 10 cards in a team two basic actions and eight character slash actions yeah so you,
0: you said that to me when you instant messaged me setting the challenge yeah and while i get what you're saying what if i wanted to use the card game text and the cards combo i could go up to
1: 20 then couldn't i
0: or what um, if i wanted to use the same global several times
1: But that would still count as the one card.
0: That would still count as once. Okay. So these were were all questions I had for you, but I just thought I'd save them up and spring them
1: (laughs) on you now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, the idea is that you can branch off. So if something triggers two other actions, then you can branch off from there. And a tune was restricted to two because else you could just use super rare uanty And then she'd fire off seven other attuned characters. Yeah. So even in a convoluted random game, she's ruined everything. Mm. 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 Enough said about that. Yeah. So the cards that that I chose for this first attempt.
0: Sorry, mate. Hang on. Just something else about the rules. This was one I did message you about. I can assume I've, I've got some stuff in the field already, can't I?
1: Yes, yeah, absolutely. It could be in the field, it could be in prep, it could be in used. We can assume it is where it needs to be to fire off this combo.
0: Yeah. Yeah?
1: Yeah. Of course. Cool. Okay. So, okay? Yeah, I think cool. I'm set. So the cards that I chose for us to start this off was the collector, the rare collector, Terence Tavani. Tainlia Tivan bless you yeah so how many cars did you manage to combo?
0: oh right okay I, th- I think because I made it a bit like I say a bit convoluted I think I can get up to 8 8 yeah okay, May- that's maybe cool. 9 in a certain circumstance well I think I've got a 10 oh right
1: okay should so we it- start
0: with
1: you're you're eight, or do you're you want to
0: start at my ten? What what do they do on the countdown? Do they they start with the lowest first, don't they normally?
1: We do, yeah. But I'm not 100% sure you've quite got it.
0: All right, well then let's find out. I'll start. Let's okay. Because then if I've got it completely wrong, we can just get the painful bit out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> How's that sound? That sounds like a plan. And it does get convoluted, so follow along. So I'm starting with collector Tainley Tivan. Uh, am I reading the game text out? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. So five cost mask. While the collector is active, once per turn, you may pay the purchase cost of target unpurchased character dice minus two to a minimum of one. If you do, field that character die at level one. Return that die to its owner's card at the end of turn when it leaves the field zone. So I've got the collector. I'm going to pay a mask. Is it a mask I'm paying? No, I'm paying a shield. Right. Single shield. To field at level one, April, ninja in training. Right, what does she do? Well, so she's a three-cost shield normally, but I'm only paying one shield because of the discount. Uh, She's an ally, but that's that's inconsequential. It says, when fielded, draw a die. If it's a sidekick or a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles die, roll it and add it to your reserve pool. So what I'm banking on here is that I get to roll a sidekick and add it to my reserve pool. Because I'm going to need loads of energy in a minute loads of energy is that i nearly said mana what the hell's wrong with me so i'm, I'm plucking out a die rolling it i'm banking on it being a sidekick probably because i haven't got ninja turtles <laughs> on this setup so uh, she's in the field she's a three cost now we're all going to assume that i've already bought and fielded a nowhere before this happens a rare nowhere right so the rare nowhere hang on let me just find it i put it all in my sidekick app I thought I put it in my sidekick app. Oh, where's Nowhere gone? Oh, there it is. So this is Nowhere the Rare, History Shrouded in Mystery. It's a three-cost mask. The game text on this one says, for those who don't know, you may swap any character die in your used pile or field zone for an unpurchased character die costing one more. Return the swap die to its card. Character die swapped into the field zone, stay on the same level. So what I'm then going to do is I'm going to use that Nowhere. So what am I on? I'm on number three now. Yeah. I'm going to use that Nowhere to swap April O'Neil out for a The Joker one bad day.
1: Oh, that sounds quite obscure. What does he do?
0: Yeah, so he's a flip card. He's a four-cost shield. He's villain on one side. He's Bat Family on the other. The villain side says the Joker can't be blocked by non-villain character dice. The Bat Family side says the Joker can't be blocked by villain character dice. So, this now is where it gets a little convoluted because depending on what I'm facing on the other side of the table, that'll determine what I want to do. But I've currently got a level one Joker at 114 in the field now that I've swapped my polonial out. You with me? I'm with you. You with me? So, then what I want to do is play the danger room that I've just brought out. Yeah. Is that the right one? Making everything villains. Yes. No 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 because i want him on his villain side sorry right so i need everyone to be non-villains so then with my massive abundance of energy
1: mm-hmm.
0: because I've, I've let's all just assume like I've phd or mimic ramped or something did we point out that we've done golden here
1: we didn't but that's what we've
0: done yeah the, the canny listeners out there will have clocked on So, with my mad abundance of energy, I'm now going to use my Raz al Ghul fighting death himself global from the
1: Batman set.
0: (laughs) What am I up to here now? Is this five?
1: Uh, One, two, three... There's nowhere. Four was Joker. Five, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, he's a six-cost mask villain, but that's all inconsequential because I'm going straight for the global. And the global says, pay a mask, target character card loses villains until the end of the turn. So, if I've got any villains on the other side of the table, I want to get rid of the villains. So, yeah. so let's I don't know let's just assume I've used multiple man <laughs> ramp or something <laughs> so if there's a you know if there's a streak hanging out or a scarlet witch or something I've cleared I've cleared the villain often to increase the possibility of there not being a villain on the other side of the table whew this is stressing me out I feel tense <laughs> <laughs> now what I'd like to do with my card joker. 6 sorry oh, no,
1: no. still on card 4 five uh
0: what have i done collector uh, it does the collector count himself yeah so I've, I've collected in april yeah. no d- april for joker yeah so one two three raza ghoul razzle, razzle Gould. any villains so i've got i'm facing non-villains and then danger go, rooms no forget the danger room
1: oh, okay
0: well don't forget the danger room i'll come back to the danger room cool five uh, then now what i'm gonna do is I'm going to pay two fists to use Giganta's Global from the Superman Wonder Woman starter set. She's a a five-cost fist. It's Giganta standing tall, and her global says pay a fist, spin target character die up one level. So I'm going to spin my Joker up as many as I can. So let's just say I've got two fists hanging out in this massive abundance of spends in my reserve pool. This is where April O'Neil came in really handy, you see, because I drew and rolled an extra sidekick there. Right. Spin-up Joker, so he's now 3-6 in his stats. I'm then going to Ant-Man pin Particles Global to switch the attack and defense values. Right. So Ant-Man's a 3-cost fist from the Uncanny X-Men set, and his global says, pay a fist, switch the attack and defense values of one of your characters. So let's just also assume maybe I'm swarming with kobolds as well as multiple men or something. (laughs) I've just got this mad abundance of energy. So now I've got a 6-3 Joker who can't be blocked by non-villains right still with me just about you sure yeah uh i'm gonna then outside a global on my uh, joker which is a three cost basic action from well i've put the promo version in the dc promo version in this list here but uh, um is it in thor or batman no it won't be batman there's another one, anyway. Uh, and that, yeah, yeah, that, that global says, pay a fist, target villain gets plus 2 attack. You may not target the same villain more than once per turn. So now I've got a sixth, uh, an 8-3 Joker that can't be blocked by non-villains. I'm going to attack with my Joker to hit you for 8. Have you ever heard anything more convoluted for 8 damage? And then I'm going to use Krang, ruler of Dimension X from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle set. He's a 6-cost shield villain. And Krang's text says, while Krang is active, if one of your villains character attack attacking is unblocked, re-roll them after damage is dealt. If they land on a character face, place them in your prep area instead of your use pal. So hopefully, I've got a 50-50 shot of getting my Joker
1: back. I'm exhausted.
0: Yeah, that was hard work, man. How many was that? I lost count. Oh, so that's, um, Collector into April O'Neil, April O'Neil into Nowhere, Nowhere into the Joker. Joker into the Giganta Global. Giganta into the Razal Ghoul Global. Yeah. Then what was it? Ant Man Global? Yeah. Then Outsider Global. Yeah. Then Krang. Nine. Nine. Now the reason Janger Room came into the equation was because the flip the other side of Joker is unblocked by villain characters. But that's not his villain face, so I wouldn't get the Krang re-roll at the end of the turn. Right. I also I also put on the team Splinter's teachings, because I thought, well, you never know, your opponent might have a really big attack character that I could steal the attack from instead of switching with Ant-Man.
1: You've put some thought into it. I'm impressed.
0: Yeah. But that's not quite that's... what I had in mind, but it's still really good. Is it not quite what you had in mind? Did I get it wrong, after all that? Oh, I didn't want to... Um
1: you should have stopped me harm.
0: you should have stopped me so no, no. H- how have i got this wrong then where was the point
1: of fail uh, well, there's no point of fail it's really good it's just that i was thinking more of kind of things triggering other things so you start with something right which then branches off i'll, I'll do mine in a minute and then you see what i was thinking and then maybe we can ask the listeners to give their ideas and then if this doesn't sound like pile of crap then we can uh, we can we can do some <laughs> more of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we actually use it. <laughs>
0: oh, we we're using it. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll put it out there and just see what happens. Well, go on then. You do yours and see. Let's let me kind of get a sense of where I might
1: have not gone right. Right around this right. So I think that I got a ten, right? But I'll just have a look through because I can't remember what that was. So started off with the collector. We've already heard what what he does. Yeah. And then use the collector to collector in uh, an Asarak terrifying leech. leech.
0: This gets your monsters cheaper.
1: Uh, well, it's, it's a Tune. Yeah. But it's also got, when fielded, resolve the double burst effect of a basic action card. Ah, oh, okay. Got it. So you field him. Yeah. And you fire off the double burst on focus power from AVX. Focus power is spin one, ter- <laughs> spin one target character up or down one level. Right burst, spin another character up and down one level, double burst, spin another target character up or down a level. So then you target with that Scarlet Witch, Hexes and O's. She is awakened. Roll a Brotherhood of Evil Mutants character die in your use pile. If you roll a character face, you may field it for free, otherwise return it to the use pile. Right. And what we're doing is we are assuming that Sabretooth arch enemy is in the news pile when we roll him field him and he is when fielded spin all of your other character dice up one level right which fires off scarlet witch again uh, which fires off scarlet witch but there's also cyclops boy scout does three damage he's awakened so he also rolls up and he deals three damage to target character yeah he deals three damage to Red Skull, Johann Schmidt. If Red Skull is KO'd, your opponent chooses either Red Skull deals two chooses either Red Skull te- deals two damage to your opponent or you gain two life. What I've also got is Human Torch, Johnny Storm, in the field. So while Human Torch is active, every time you field a character, Human Torch deals one damage to your opponent. And one to a target character. So he would have triggered when Sabretooth was fielded, also doing the damage to Red Skull, which knocks him out, because he's minimum for defense.
0: Uh, and you a uh, serarak when you fielded that with Collector.
1: Oh yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, so he's definitely going down. And this Yeah, he's definitely going down. Uh, good point. I've also got Absorbing Man Harold's ice cream.
0: So oh, okay. while
1: absorbing man is active when a KO effect is used. You may use a copy of it. So he can also make your opponent choose to either deal two damage to them or you gain two life, which right. is all the characters. And the last one is I've got fighting. Each of your character dice, dice KO'd during the attack step this turn. Oh, that doesn't work. It's not the attack step. So I've got nine as well.
0: Oh, okay then. But the distinct, the difference here is that yours is a, a – you were meaning that I failed to discern in the instant messages you sent me was that you wanted a kind of reactive, like this coming into the field makes that react, whereas I've gone for a more kind of proactive, right I'm going to activate it global uh, yeah yeah think it's got legs? well let's let the listeners decide, we'll do it this one time, you know if they're still awake, 18 minutes in now (laughs) no We'll put it out in this episode, and then you know, you guys out there, you let us know, you give us a heads up. Yeah, okay, do more of them. They were fun, but do it more like Chris's way, or do it more like Andy's way, or whatever. This is a tie as well, so you know, you might you might be interested in seeing. Yeah, Miss Red fighting. Wow, well, could happen to anyone, my man. Yeah. Yeah, give us some feedback. Let us know if it's not a goer. We'll can it off. If if you liked it. God knows why they might like it. They're probably still like, is he still talking? Um, Then we'll do another one. We'll keep it going. Sure. Yeah, cool. There you go. So we'll consider that just uh, a bit of an experiment, a test bed version uh, that we have shared with the audience for the countdown combo.
1: Countdown combo. Can we put the theme music in?
0: Do, 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 that one.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. i tell you what though, just to be really contrary, I'm going to put it in now. <laughs> yeah i don't know mate uh, I, but let's see what these uh, let's see what the listeners say <laughs> <laughs> hey there folks welcome back thanks for sticking around for this next segment now we'd like to return to our pick of the week theme pick of the week Yes, that's right. We know how you love hearing me and Andy talk about, laboriously talk about cards over and over, pouring over two, two single cards and just really getting under the skin of them, or not, as the case may be. And you may recall, guys, before we uh, took a brief break for our birthday special last episode, we started doing spoiler pick of the weeks for the enormous volume of spoilers that have been out lately and will likely continue for us over in the UK while all our colonial friends get their hands on the product and we have to wait a further six
1: to eight weeks yeah some people already get it now because they got it early from amazon
0: yeah for sure man it sucks doesn't it so we're getting it like eight to ten weeks late really yeah what's that all about anyway anyway. so yeah we did we did the harley quinn team pack and the Cree invasion team pack and, and in our last pick of the week and in that last pick of the week segment we andy chose a card from the Cree invasion pack i chose a card from the harley quinn pack and so we're going to swap this week and it's now my pick of the week choice for the Cree invasion and andy's going to take his pick from the harley quinn pack so uh, let's see what we've come up with and see whether you guys agree uh, andy tell us what's your pick from the harley quinn team pack then please
1: No problem. Well, I I really like this team pack. There's a load of cards on there that I thought were really cool. And bizarrely enough, you thought like Cree invasion was better, uh, and I thought the Harley Quinn one was better. I've had a look through. I reckon you can make some pretty cool teams out of a number of these cards. But the one that caught my eye straight away was Deadshot. Death doesn't scare me. I'll give you the rundown. It's a four cost bolt. Uh, It's a villain because all good cards are now villain cards. Uh, his text reads: When Deadshot is KO'd, deal one damage to all opposing character dice. And then his stats are zero three one, one four one, and two five two.
0: Okay, Andy. Well, tell us why this one caught your eye so much.
1: I, I like it because it's it's to do with the kind of consistency thing. When you're trying to do something, being able to KO that off on demand when you've got other pieces set up and ready. As opposed to trying to, to to line up timing is what really appeals. So you can get Deadshot out if he's going to get pinged off, uh, which he might do because he's got pretty rubbish defence. Yeah, he's going to do some do damage, one damage to everything on the other side. So that's has gone straight away. Any equivalent of Deadshot or some kind of low defence characters are going to go. Um, he's more than likely going to come around next turn because he'll be rolled next turn to come back out again but my thought was if you've got the staff of the forgotten one is yeah that, right.
0: yeah
1: yeah what i found was if you're trying to get that around as well as kind of doing damage it's it's quite hard to pull off you've got to have a lot of pieces you've got the pieces in play to do the damage be it bolts for magic missile sidekicks for jubilee or the equivalent unless you've
0: uh, yeah, uh, I think one of the popular ones is the Awaken one, isn't it? That when you spin her up, she does one damage to everything.
1: Yeah, so, you know, I mean, that's pretty cool. But uh, this one, similar, I suppose. You ping him off, be it with Malekith. That was my immediate choice because sure. it's, it's kind of a given. You could ping him off because he's got such low defence with a magic missile. Yeah. If you've not got one, whoever you're playing probably does. And immediately you're doing one across the board, if you've waited and had him in the field until the staff forgot one comes out, you're getting rid of everything and can walk through with hopefully 20 damage.
0: Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah.
1: So I thought he fit quite well into kind of a dumb, dumb team, which just struggled with removal. And that's a piece I think that might fit in quite nicely. Also, he's, he's quite good on his own. You know, even if you got a spare spot, he's a full cost. So he's not too hard to get. And he's just gonna be really annoying yes yeah <laughs> you know it's one of those cards that a bit like philandra we spoke about a fair number of episodes philandra's shadow map talk i've thrown her on a team and and then she just comes out and she just causes problems because she's immediately giving things minus one attack and minus one defense so a lot of things are going off it doesn't particularly have to work as a combo you can just kind of get him out there if they attack he's going to get knocked out more than likely and do one damage to everything and leave them open your turn. and Yeah, there seems a lot of different things that you could play around and just be really annoying and and put a thorn in the side of your opponent.
0: Yeah, you could do some fun stuff like uh, there's an Absorbing Man, isn't there, that doubles up when KO'd effects. Yeah. So, That'd be cool. So then you'd end up doing two damage across the board if you were so inclined.
1: By a think? cube, would you do six?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but So that, that could be interesting. KOing, it, it kind of gets around the prevalence of cards like Madam Mask and Wonder Woman, is it Reflections? Is the one that stops when fielded effects.
1: Uh, yeah, and when attacks, affects anything that I will never do.
0: yeah for sure but it's you know it's just another thing Uh, another way of getting a route to that damage that's that's not reliant or or, I don't think KO'd when KO'd is I suppose they could redirect the damage couldn't they or use something like a Sam Wilson global but how often do you see that out and about
1: yeah true I mean that uh, Danger Room the uncommon one that uh, you've spoken about before which is like uh, Staff of the Forgotten One Light because that hangs around for your opponent's turn so even if you fired one of them off and you just had him in the field so what are you going to do with him you're going to attack (laughs) yeah when you attack yeah when you attack then he's going to do one damage to everything and they're going to disappear before they do any damage true that's quite good that's quite good isn't it actually i like that i know
0: yeah all right yeah that's an interesting choice my man thank you very much for
1: sharing no props, your turn. Yeah, okay,
0: so let me just, I had it prepared here on my phone, let me bring it up. So I've made a choice from the Cream Invasion pack, which uh, it's been sitting on my mind, this one, this one's been playing on my mind a little bit, yeah, and the one I've chosen is Groot, and specifically I've chosen the Chlorokinesis one, although there's two that could fit the bill because it's actually the global that's caught my eye. Uh, he's a five cost shield, Guardians of the Galaxy affiliation. His stats come in at 012, 126, and 237. And his game text reads, While group is active, prevent one damage to you from each attacking character die. And then his global reads, Pay a shield, choose an affiliation of a character die you have fielded this turn. Move a character die with that affiliation from your use pile to your bag. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, it's the global. See- the global it's I don't know it's been p- playing on my mind this idea of fielding a character with an affiliation then paying a shield and being able to move one you've just bought into the bag I think has got something and I can't I don't know it's just there's something under the surface of that that's put pl- this rooting around in my subconscious the first thing that, that sprang to my mind and it's one of my life's missions to now actually make this happen I, clearly I played the collector through the through the national the WKO national season a field in mm. field in Nobby you know you could buy a a villain that you might want I haven't quite put my finger on which one I might want yet then collector in a Nobby and then pay a shield and put the villain I've just bought straight in my bag ready for next turn so,
1: that's good isn't
0: it yeah so so you could do something like line up a double whammy Nobby the next turn
1: yeah so you could buy a Nobby field yeah. a Nobby with collector put yeah. him in the bag he's coming out next turn
0: yeah And then collect another one in and do a double whammy.
1: Yeah, or collect another one in, put another one in your bag, field the one you've just got out, put another one in your bag, and you've got four. Yeah. Or you've got two and two.
0: Yeah. So there there was something about chaining a card, because clearly the one you've just fielded is going to share an affiliation with with himself, isn't he, or herself yeah. so there was something there that kind of stood out to me and then I started thinking there's clearly affiliations like Avengers are about to have a big boost to their ranks with the Infinity Box um, and I think there might be a bit of a resurgence X-Men characters you know, I've, 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 spe- I've mentioned a few times that I think there's, there's actually something in the x-men only teams competitively not just for themes mm. But there's something there in fact uh, i don't know if you noticed mate but laurier played an x-men team and it was very good and you blocker oh nice yeah he played i haven't in,
1: seen that yeah
0: yeah he played it at, at the canadian nats that's how they say it out there out there um out there. And, and things like sunfire that reduces damage to your characters by two from each source and obviously bishop and uh, Jubilees, you know, X-Men centric characters and I just thought, well with this group, you know, you can get those X-Men characters churned through a lot quicker I don't know, I just feel like that global has got more potential in it than than it might appear on the surface
1: Yeah, I have admit that I kind of read it and thought mm-hmm. but now you've kind of explained it, I think using a when fielded ability alongside it has definitely got some merits like Nobby and I can't think of any others other than Gobby but there's lots of
0: fielding. Yeah, I mean, thing. so you might um, you might put a shriek out early doors. <laughs> Sorry, I just threw up in my mouth a little bit there. Um, <laughs> you might put uh, buy an early shriek and field an early shriek, and then you know, I mean, villains is, is yeah was the immediate kind of thing that sprung to my mind that I could buy a villain in the same turn as I'm fielding a villain and then use that global to move them to my bag straight away. That's, you know, that's that's got a lot of potential. So v- villains was the most obvious answer to me. Uh, because I suppose, really, I've just been playing villain a villains team for some time with the Collector, and I've just kind of got it... I've become a bit too um, tunnel-visioned around it, I suppose. But yeah, there's, I think, the Avengers, the X-Men. There's going to be a lot of opportunity to maybe have a good play around with this. Thunderbolts. Yeah, well, uh, as we explained in our guest stint on uh dm armada's preview review I'm not check into, that out if I'm, you haven't already yeah for sure uh, i'm not into this uh, thunderbolts box set
1: oh you know? not i quite liked it uh, it's too convoluted man it's too convoluted yeah i don't i don't i don't like the big flip characters but the little ones look pretty cool
0: yeah i suppose I d- i'll just never remember to flip them when i'm supposed to no you know, and then it'll be like three turns, oh, three turns ago, you should have flipped that card. I'm like, oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> and you'd have won.
0: but no, you've lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like a must. it was like a must do thing, you know uh, so then it just becomes really complicated and I don't know it's too convoluted. But I certainly think that that group global, it may not be highly competitive. I don't know that's that's to be seen, but I think, getting stuff fired into your bag super quick that synergizes well with what you've just fielded has got to be a good thing
1: yeah definitely it's definitely especially i think you've now put hit the nail on the head with villains because there's so many good villains and you say you can field a shriek and if you've bought a blob put a blob in your bag next turn you field a blob and you've pinned down two characters
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: and so they've got to work around that before they can do what it is and then you can like then stuff no you field that blob and you've bought a knobby suddenly you've you're halfway there collector straight in the bag can make things a lot quicker.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And also just as a, a side note, we focus very heavily on the global, but his game text and his stats are really good too. You know, um, yeah. he's got uh, his level one's a bit questionable at naught one but his level two at one, two, six and his level three at two, three, seven is not to be sniffed at, especially in a meta where big defense numbers can be beneficial. Although although Ben has clearly created a meta where people are going to be looking at Arch Nemesis
1: a bit more closely.
0: But then here's Game Text. While Groot is active, prevent one damage to you from each attacking character die.
1: Yeah, let your sidekicks through all day.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, go on, just send it through, it's fine. Kind of thing.
1: Yeah, clog clog your bag up. Just let them attack your sidekicks.
0: Yeah, sure. Or, you know, if you're planning on using the new Black Widow Taunt Global as a bit of a removal option... A lot of the cards that you might want to remove out the field are generally low attack characters. You know, Shriek, Blob, Collector, all immediately spring to mind as team cornerstones for that. Yeah. That people use heavily that have got low attack numbers. I think they're all Shriek. The highest goes up to what two? Is it? Blobs all one.
1: Uh, Shriek, I think up to a three. Then you've got things like Mimic, Spot. So if you want to kind of get rid of their ramp, yeah, yeah, drag, drag them through and back to the bag. Um, you're not know, going to be taking out a mimic if his name's a sidekick. That's nothing. Spot, I think, goes up to a three.
0: Yeah, Is that that, right? that yeah. might be the case. So, um, but, so having this guy on your team, making the damage, taking the damage down by one when paired up with something like that, or just in general, mm. as you say, you know, sidekicks for days could really help out when using the taunt global as a as a uh, removal method. No, that's cool. Yeah. Good choice. Thanks, my man. Yeah, I put a lot of thought into that one. You can tell. Yeah, I was going to go for. Uh, I mean, since I very first read the card, it's been like I say, it's been it's been rooting around in my subconscious as an option. Although maybe I shouldn't talk about this stuff on the podcast because someone's now going to ruck up with a really awesome team with that seed of an idea because I'll never quite get there with it. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, my, my my first instinct was to go something really kind of obvious like one the. The Cree captain with his discount global, or the, the swarming Cree soldier with infiltrate, or something. But no, that's that's the one that's sat with me, and I've remembered since I very first read the spoilers.
1: Yeah, uh, very cool.
0: Yeah, there we go. All right, folks. Well, that's our little switcheroo. We've had a little go on each of the, those two team packs. Each, I think, we, we probably won't be doing any picks of the week from. Justice like Light lightning, because we've had quite a lengthy discussion about that team pack, has mentioned before on DM Armada's YouTube channel. He was kind enough to have us on as guest reviewers for his uh, preview review. So head on over here to his YouTube channel and check that out. So I think next we're gonna we should start talking Warhammer 40k maybe, mate.
1: Yeah, there's more and more stuff from that kind of starting to filter through, uh, be it from the uh, the main box set. And there's some orcs that we've seen. We've not seen many from the the Space Wolves yet. Uh, and that is
0: we've seen the chaos recently haven't we
1: I've built and painted an army of Space Force as well a little known fact for listeners
0: you're quite excited to see that one then are you
1: yeah I'm quite interested to see what different characters that they've got in there so that'll be cool
0: yeah, for sure. So maybe that or uh, we are open to suggestions, of course, if you enjoy our Pick of the Week segments and would like us to hone in on a particular theme or a particular set or uh, I don't know what what, you, what might be on your mind. But please do drop us a line. Let us know and uh, get in touch through Facebook, the, Twi- the TwitFace, the Instatube, whatever. Um, and TwitFace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, TwitFace. You're not on TwitFace. No, no, it never worked out twitface dude you're such an old man you're so 2017 it's 2018 you've got to get on twitface
1: i'm uh, still on myspace and
0: yeah you need to be on uh tube <laughs> as well that's a that's a big one
1: friends reunited
0: yeah and snapbook you've got to be on snapbook that's a, snapbook yeah
1: that's all the kids are doing that mm.
0: yeah snapbook uh yes yeah, please do you can find us all over the place you, you guys know where to go to get in touch with us and let us know if there's anything you'd like to discuss in the pick of the week but in the absence of any any other suggestions we'll probably look at hitting up the 40k stuff soon enough cool yes it's sad news ladies and gents but that once again brings us to the close of yet another episode of the ministry of nice podcast oh. ah indeed yeah cry your tears this evening but wake up! It's a new day tomorrow, with only 13 days left to go until the next episode. Unless, well, that's making the assumption you listen to our episodes on the day we put them out, of course. Um, if you're a bit behind on your podcasts, or, so Mark, who listens, right. to the, the the guy who listens to us down at Tailored Games, said that he's always a bit behind on our podcast. They go out on a Monday, but he listens to us on a Saturday morning while he's in the shower. Really? Yeah. So, Mark, stop. You've washed it enough.
1: It's clean. <laughs> Gareth. Gareth uh, Thompson. Yeah, Gareth with his... Yes. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, the mask ring mm. superstar. Yeah. Um, he listens to us when he's shaving. Only when he's shaving.
0: Huh. That's a long shave. I'm
1: guessing it's like over the course of two weeks. But what's he shaving? <laughs> Didn't ask. Wasn't that personal? <laughs>
0: Uh, we'll be back in two weeks for episode 29 please remember to give us some feedback on that that really hinky segment
1: (laughs) combo countdown combo countdown we think it might have legs but it might not it might not yeah can Um, you um put in the sound the the sound clip from family fortunes in again what now yes now (laughs)
0: okay yeah we'll be back in two weeks Uh, I don't think there's anything else for the outro there other than say I've been Chris otherwise known as true Mr Six and I've been Andy aka
1: Troy Bolton Mm, he is yeah
0: but only on a Saturday
1: so right now bye
0: or My not favorite. or not we might wait for the for the UK release and in which case then we'll probably be talking about it this time next year
1: if we're lucky if we are lucky yeah so the uh, the new set coming out this week folks is Battle for feron looking forward to seeing some of those cards coming out uh, listening to uh, to our review next episode
0: yeah I've heard there's some really intriguing meta cards in that set
1: yeah I'm looking forward to seeing what that beholder does that looks cracking
0: yeah I've heard I've heard good things yeah <laughs>
1: Ha, <laughs>